While Eric is here on the Fix-It Show, you'll see that he knows what he's doing. He's president of Siding Unlimited, but that's not a desk job. He's out there working with the crews, inspecting people's structure problems and fixing them. Siding Unlimited will fix yours, too. Make a note to contact Siding Unlimited after the show's over, of course. Look them up online at SidingUnlimited.com or see Siding Unlimited's unique outside-in showroom near Gerke's Corners in Brookfield. This is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you The Fix-It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Fix-It Show sponsored by J&B Construction and Siding Unlimited. And in with us this hour from Siding Unlimited, Eric Brown. How are you, sir? Good morning. Good to be here. Yeah. Good morning. Good to be here. Good morning. Yeah, it's the on button. But, yeah, have you ever been here before? They don't uh, turn First, your microphone on? First day. Yeah. Uh, so First be- day this month. Before yeah. we jump into hour number two here, tell us what you what, what Siding Unlimited all can do for people. What we all can do uh, is what we're doing right now on jobs. Even it's December, you know, December 2nd, and, and we we don't slow down even even through the winter. Uh, the guys are, our guys are busy all year round. Um and, and products can be installed in the winter. You know, that's what people always call and ask. Can you put a window in in, the, in, in January? Yes, yes, you can. Um, you can put a window in all year round. Snow is easier to deal with than rain a lot of times in construction. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it, it, it's, 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 it's all about the installer's comfort. Right. And when it's snowing, you're not getting wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, unless it was the snow from really wet like snow. yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah right. that, But it, a cold snow just falls off you versus rain gets you wet. Yeah, yeah. So then then you just got to watch out. All right, are you installing wood windows? Um, and, and and if it's raining out, definitely not. Right. <laughs> you, you know, because you don't want the, the, the wood to get to get wet. You want to install it dry and stuff. Um, but really, it's a comfort level. So uh, people even ask, well, I mean, if it's zero degrees, are you going to be out at my house? And it's like, well, no, because that's going to be pretty cold for the guys. And our cutoff is usually around... Anywhere between ten to fifteen degrees, yeah. uh, you know. So, and and you know what, people people that don't or don't work outside or aren't outside all the time, um, you know, they cringe at the when they hear that and they mm-hmm. they, they feel horrible. They're like, oh, we feel so bad. They're out out working on the house, and it's like, no, you know what, we we dress for the weather. the The biggest advantage we have is that we've acclimated ourselves through the seasons. So when mm-hmm. it comes to the fall and the cool and the temperatures start to cool off. We're acclimating our bodies to get ready for the winter again. Uh, and So what do we do? We do everything all year round, siding, windows, roofing, doors. Uh, we are, you know, when it comes to uh, like siding, LP, we're one of their top installers in the area. When it comes to Pella windows, we're their top uh, uh, contractor. We're, we're a three-time national uh, platinum elite Pella certified contractor of the year. So three times they've given us the national nod. Uh, Sunrise Windows, we've been the top in Wisconsin for about 14 or 15 years straight. Um, you know, so across the board, I mean, when you do one thing right, you generally have the 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 wherewithal the, to do the rest of it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 
Um, but that's that's who we are, and and, uh, and that's what we're about. And yeah. when you're, you're saying you install all year round, when somebody reaches out, if they reach out on the website at SidingUnlimited.com today, they get a call back on Monday and get set up with a salesman to come out and do a free estimate. How far out are we doing jobs at this point? Well, that's that's the best part right now in December, you know, because if it was three months ago, I would be saying, you know, if you want to get your windows in, you know, in December, January or something like that. Well, now, if you don't want us working on your house in the winter and you sign up with us today, <laughs> we're probably not doing your house in the winter. Uh, we, we do have a backlog. The backlog is 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 a couple of things. One is, is material. There's there's def, there, you know a time to, to put in an order and, and everything's... For the most part, I mean, if it's if it's uh, siding, if it's LP smart side, that's made to order. It's all it's custom right. painted uh, and delivered to the job, so it takes time to in production. Uh, every window and every door that we sell is custom. Is custom They're not warehousing made. big open windows anymore like they used to. It's I, I made on site at the time it's needed. I honestly don't remember a time or the last time that we installed a. Standard size, right. made like just warehoused window. Everything is, is or door or entry mm-hmm. door. Everything is custom, uh, size, color, you know, details as far as grids, whatnot. Um, everything is, is is custom. So that takes time in production. And then we're not a revolving door of employment. And I and I I'm very proud to say that. Like I think that's like the number one thing when 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 I, that I want people if if you think about siding unlimited to think about. You can come into our office and you can come in right now and you can come in a year from now or you could have been at our office five years ago. And in a lot of cases, we have a lot of the same people and it's not something where we've let people go. It's just that we've added better or we've added good people to the team. And and uh, and I think that's very important because when it comes to production, uh, you know, we could hire... 30 crews and knock out all this work, all the work that we have in two weeks, three weeks. And, and then, um, you know, that would absolutely show really well to our accountant that we knocked all this stuff, <laughs> these jobs down, but the headaches go through the roof. I mean, it's insane. Like it would just be, uh, just because you don't have the controls over your guys because you just brought in all these people and just to knock jobs out. That's not who we are about. We have our guys, and it and it's an organic, like slow growth. Of all right, here's our here's our our crew leaders. We'll bring somebody on. That person's going to work underneath them for probably. Um, I mean, they'll work underneath a crew for about two years before they even start. They won't even running be, a crew. Yeah, not even running a crew, but being the second in line and then running a crew down the road. So, um, so we have so that gives us a little bit of a backlog as well. So now you're calling December second, saying, "Hey, I want I want windows in, uh, but I don't want you working in in the winter." Well, not we, a problem. <laughs> not a problem. The schedule's setting up for for March, yeah. April anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's not a problem to work in the winter anyway. Uh, and then if you do call, and we've had a couple roofing calls in the previous hour, if you call up and and you're like, "Nope, I I need it now. We have a leak." Call us. We'll we can finagle. We can we can figure out the schedule to to take care of a leak. Right. We don't want that. You know, festering and causing problems. We know the major damage that a leak today can cause if you wait, you know, to take care of it. All right. That's Eric Brown, Siding Unlimited, Outdoor Living Unlimited, the outdoor side of it as well. Uh, we do have some calls lined up. So when we come back, Joe's been very patient in Oak Creek. Hang on, Joe. We'll get to you next. It is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. 
Get her done. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Dayton Kane and David Nason here. The old National Bank talk line is 855-616-1620. Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on with us this hour. And we're going to jump right to the phones because Joe's been on hold for a while. Calling in from Oak Creek. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for hanging on. What's your question? Uh, good morning. Thanks. Um, yeah, you guys were talking about a book that says uh, how uh, does it need to breathe or not. So I have a house with an attached garage. Uh, the common wall is shared with the living room, and there's times where that room feels it feels cold, and so does the wall. So I'm considering um, insulating the garage, the exterior garage wall. So my question is, would I need to do anything to allow uh, it to breathe between the insulation and the wall itself, so I don't get any moisture build up in between that area? Yeah. So. In, in Wisconsin, in cold climates, when we talk about vapor barriers, the vapor barrier should be on the warm side of the wall. So do you know how old your house is? Yeah, it was, it's uh, 20 years old. It's a new construction okay. house. It was completed in 2000. All right. So that, that living room wall behind the drywall there, there should be a vapor barrier there, a visqueen that was put on the wall. And um, and it should be insulated as well. And then the side facing the garage should be drywalled as well because it's a firewall. That's a fire separation. But there could be Correct. penetrations in the walls, whether it's outlets on the outside or maybe 20 years ago, we weren't sealing up all of those penetrations in the walls. Like, well, it's right about, I guess they were just starting to. But now you have to caulk around every penetration wherever. When an electrician drills a hole in a stud, he's got to caulk it. Because we don't want air moving because when air moves, it takes with it um, cold air or warm air and cold air and also moisture as well. So things might not be sealed up completely. Um, Probably the easiest way at addressing this is going to be from the garage side. And I'm not so sure we're we're really talking about vapor barriers, but we we should be talking about insulation, and but you do need to maintain that that fire separation. So you can't just put foam, you can't just put rigid foam on the drywall on the outside of your garage because foam insulation can't be left exposed; it's flammable. So if you're going to put foam on, then you need to drywall it again. So um, you really might not uh, be. No. A, go ahead. Uh, so what I was thinking about doing is when you're inside the garage, you have the garage door itself, and then there's one wall in the garage that is, you know, it, it's the the exterior wall. You know, on the inside of that wall, it's you just see the joists. On the outside is the siding. So right. what I was going to do was put uh, insulation in between those joists on that one wall that's not a, a shared wall with the living space. It's just yep. a... Uh, the the I've been calling it the exterior wall, yeah. Because I figure maybe that would kind of block some of the cold and help to keep um, um, the garage semi warmer than it currently is. It, but my my thought was is would that create any kind of moisture between the insulation and the um, the wood that's that it's going to be in? It shouldn't. The only the only time. If, if you do that insulation, that, that may help a little bit. Again, sealing up any penetrations or making sure that wall sealed would be a bigger issue. Yeah. Um, 20 years ago, the house. what type of siding do you have on the outside of the house? Uh, it's vinyl siding. Vinyl siding, okay. So hopefully they put Tyvek or a house wrap 
some kind of house wrap on the outside of the house. If you put insulation in that wall, it it should help a little bit, but the only problem that you're going to have is if later in the future is if you if you don't put a vapor barrier on, if you end up adding heat to the garage, then you'll cause a problem with the heat penetrating that wall and causing a condensation issue. I I feel like adding insulation to that wall would be marginal yeah. if your garage door is not an insulated garage door. That too. Because you, you just have a major space that yeah. and the cold's going to, I mean, you're, you're trying to warm up a wall that's probably 25 feet from the the, the, wall. The, the the wall that you're trying to you know stop air to get yeah. through where your living room is, and in between you have a made like a two car garage door that probably yeah. isn't insulated that your energy is just going to come through there. I think somehow engineering that wall the the joined wall yeah between the living room and the and the garage. It, we had somebody on your uh, partner uh, retro foam. They they might be somebody to talk to in this yeah. you know, where they can. They can put some insulation in that wall and expanding foam insulation in that wall to seal that wall up a little better without going through all the steps of taking drywall off or putting an additional layer of drywall on. You do need to maintain that fire separation, and but but also to seal that that wall up. So they, they I think they would be a good option for you. Could you, Dave, just just for the conversation on that on the on the wall between the, the house and the garage that. I think that's where you really want to warm up that wall. Could right. you do like a two-inch foamular rigid foam insulation and then drywall over the oh, top? Oh, sure. So you yeah. do, essentially, that wall component would be double drywalled yeah. just because you don't have to tear off the drywall that's already there. Exactly. That's I mentioned that before. Y- yeah. You can't just leave the foam exposed. Right. But I think that would probably make that interior that house warmer. Yeah. Now you're talking about extending the jam on your, your yes. door and any outlets that might be in the wall, you have to extend them too. So there, yep. there, there's... Oh, yeah. There's... You got you got to deal with that, those things. <laughs> All right, Joe. We appreciate you calling in. Have a great weekend. We do need to take a break. The old National Bank talking text line is eight five five six one six one six twenty. Sam from Richfield, hang on there. We'll be right with you when we get back. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice you can use. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Mostly cloudy, a high of 42 today, 39 at 827. Thanks for joining us. The old National Bank talk line is 855-616-1620. Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited in with us, sidingunlimited.com. Very easy to remember that website. Let's go to Sam, who's been holding on out in Richfield. Good morning, Sam. What's your question? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, we're having some partial drywall drywall repair work done on an exterior wall. And after they put in the insulation, tacked up the vapor barrier, um, how important is it to seal the new vapor barrier to the existing? Because right now they put up a new piece of drywall, and this is like on the lower two feet of the wall. Part of that vapor barrier is sticking out over the top. And I assume they were going to cut that off, but I thought it would need to be sealed to the existing. So generally, when we, we've been talking about house wrap and things and taping house wrap. Things like Tyvek and other exterior products, the foam that you Siding Unlimited mm-hmm. uses, they require those joints to be taped. Uh, typically, interior vapor barriers are not taped at the seams. They're, they should be overlapped, but when the drywall goes on, they basically compress them together and they're not taped. And so if that, that plastic is sticking out over the top of the insulin, what I'm picturing, and maybe correct me, that that plastic's hanging out at the top when the next piece of drywall goes on, it should hold that in place. But if it's sticking beyond the drywall, that can be trimmed off as well. But as long as there's overlap between 
the mm-hmm. adjacent pieces of plastic, that should be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because most of the wall, um, one of the walls has existing drywall. They're just replacing the lower two feet mm-hmm. so that there's about two inches of vapor barrier hanging over where the new drywall meets the existing. But it sounds yeah. like that should be tucked up underneath. Yeah, well, I guess I'm trying to picture that, but as long as it's overlapping the existing mm-hmm. vapor barrier that's there. They shouldn't just meet up with okay. each other. They should overlap. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate yep. that. Thanks awesome. for the call. Thanks, Steve. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. The text line not working today, so you have to call. We do have Steve on the line in Hartford. We'll get to him, but first we have to go to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Jack Rao. Good morning, Jack. Hey, hey, hey. Dayton and David. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Dayton David and Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on with us this hour. Thanks for joining us. It's going to be a decent day. 42 is not bad when you're talking December 2nd. Let's go right to the phones because Steve in Hartford's been hanging on. Thank you, Steve. Good morning. What's your question? Oh, thank you. I've got a roofing question. Again, I know you guys covered roofing earlier. Um, we got a home built in the 50s. It had a little leak, and uh, we had a couple of roofing companies come out. And um, they recommended a new roof, which I was thinking about doing anyway next year. But we uh, were kind of pressed into service. They came out on October 30th. It was uh, temperature in the 30s, which I wasn't thrilled about. Um, Did a nice job from what we can tell on the install. But the shingles, some of them don't lie flat. Is that typical? I've been told by them and a building inspector that they will lie flat. It may even take months. We've had some 60 days with sun, but uh, they aren't all lying flat yet. Is that going to be something that will happen next summer or next spring or uh, any comments on that? And I guess uh, a couple follow-up questions quickly. Um, Will the adhesives still work if they've sat on flat? Uh, We've had some granules also in the gutter. Is that typical on an install just from them being up and around? And finally, if you can answer this, uh, Owens Corning opinion on their shingles. Okay, a lot there. Let's unpack uh, that. Yeah. No, the uh, if if everything was installed, if the repair was installed properly, and by that I just mean like there's nothing, there's no nails that are holding the shingles up, which probably isn't the case. Uh, the shingles eventually will lay down. It might take till next spring uh, for that to happen. You shouldn't have an issue. Um, you know, because water, any water or melting snow or anything is going to run down, and um, the shingles are probably, you know, they're new shingles. Uh, you shouldn't have an issue with any like wind, wind blowing, blowing the shingles or damaging them or anything like that. That uh, that's common for roofing. I mean, we live in Wisconsin, and we have to install a product like this in all different types of weather. Uh, so when it when it does get warmer out, probably like. We cut if we happen to catch a really nice day in March, but you're looking at maybe a couple of days in April that should warm up and then get them to lie down. Uh, the granules you see in the gutter are probably like if you took a bundle of shingles and they're they're wrapped in plastic, and you cut that open and start working right. with the shingles, there's going to be loose granules. So at the end of a brand new roof job, there's going to be granules in the gutter. We get that question all the time. Um, you know, what did you sell me? <laughs> you know, there's and it's like, well, no, there's yeah. there's there's loose gran- There's going to be loose granules. The ones that stay on the shingles are going to stay on there for a long time, um, and then you'll just have normal wear and tear over the years, the life of the of the of the shingle, uh, where you will see a few granules here and there. 
And then uh, real quick, the adhesive, oh. the yeah. adhesive still work then as they sit open like that. Some of them, yeah. some of them look real flat. Others are sitting up a little. Yeah, the, the adhesive that seals the shingle will still be good in the summer. That'll still be good in the summer. Yep, that adhe- that adhesive is still going to be good. Uh, and then once, depending on the shingle brand, now that's a, that's a question you asked about OC Owens Corning. Depending on the shingle brand, uh, some companies um, have a little bit more uh, polymers in their in their asphalt that creates the bond that creates the uh, the, the elasticity, the flexibility of the of the uh, of the adhesive. Um, so once once that stuff adheres, you're in pretty good shape. So yeah, the adhesive will be fine. Um, now you, when you start talking about specific companies, um, yeah, we can get into detail uh, as far as in a conversation as far as this company versus this company. I'll just say this: uh, we use Certainteed, and that's pretty much all we use. Uh, there's a lot I like about that shingle, uh, and I don't, I don't. I just we just don't deviate from it. I got gotcha. you. Um, can I ask one other real quick? When the fact that they did it at thirty degrees, um, the shingle sat the day before. Uh, some of them were placed over the roof ridge when they were working up in that area. Would that have done any? Uh, you know how they you know they lay a flat over them as they're working up there and working down. Yeah, in a cold weather could that have? Um, or is that standard procedure? No. More likely not. You know, they're still going to be in good shape. The shingles are pliable. Like shingles, so the 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 shingles are are uh, they start with a matte finish. It's a it, it actually if you look at the, if you if you ever see them manufacturing, I've said been in the plant. It looks like a huge like six foot roll of toilet paper. It's a, a white fiberglass mat, uh, and then that goes they start that that goes into the machine like like a a roll of toilet paper. The 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 piece just it just comes unrolled yeah. as that goes into the machine then the asphalt gets but that fiberglass is actually uh, woven so that it can be flexible in multiple directions that wasn't the case thirty years ago okay. I know last hour we talked about shingles thirty years ago versus now right uh, that used to be where that fiberglass could only be flexed one direction well now it can be flexed multiple the way they make it and the way the way the fiberglass it's is better. weaved um, no you're better technology. Yeah, it's it's a better shingle. Um, as far as temperatures go, these shingles, when they're not at your house being ready to be installed, they're stored outside uh, at a uh, a supplier. You know, yeah. so so they're not okay. Yeah, so you you don't have anything to worry about, and they're made they're made to be outside in sub freezing temperatures. Yeah. And I would say probably the only real problem is if they were delivered to your house and it rained the night before, and then it got really cold, and so now they turned into a block of ice. Yeah, you're going to probably have a little trouble yeah, peeling them apart. But but, but, but even otherwise, that, just being cold is not a problem. That, and that's why now they're wrapped in plastic, where they used to be wrapped in paper. Yeah, where that right, was a right, bigger issue. Right. For peace of mind, <clears throat> too, Steve. If if it wasn't possible to install these in winter or cold, less than this degree, they wouldn't be certified. They wouldn't be warranted. The Corning, Owens Corning, or yeah. Certainty or GAF would have that in their warranty, saying if this was installed at less than this degree. It's under warranty. You're covered, and and the manufacturers know that their products going to hold up with that cold. Yeah. 
All right, and thanks for all your time. A lot of questions. Thanks. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thanks Great for conversation. Calling. Appreciate it. And that's what it's there for. Yep. The Old National Bank talk line is 855-616-1620. You can get your questions in. Sidingunlimited.com is a website. If you fill out the contact us form, somebody will call you on Monday and set you up if you want to get your roof checked out or siding, windows, uh, we doors. Yeah. That was, that was a great call. That's a great question. He, he gave us, you know, lots gave of specifics. Us, gave us an opportunity to, to, to answer a lot of questions that yeah. we hear all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, a good question. And we'd love to hear from you. It is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Call with your problem. We'll try to solve it. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Mostly cloudy, a high of 42 today, already sitting up near 40. And my name's Dayton. That's David Eric Brown mm-hmm. from Siding Unlimited on with us this hour. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. Let's go to Barb and Grafton. Good morning, Barb. What's your question? Good morning. Um, I had problems with a, de- a defective dehumidifier in my basement several years ago. And uh, since then, I have heard that I don't need to keep it on in the winter months. Is that correct? Yeah, typically in Wisconsin, we're not worried about too much humidity in, in the winter. It's the reverse. We A lot of older homes, we actually humidify our houses. Newer homes don't, have, don't generally need dehumidifiers. But you're right, the, in the winter... If anything, likely you, you, you run it. a humidifier in the winter, but you don't run it in the in the winter. I'm going to chime in here, though, Barb. My house is a wet house. Yeah, I, it, most dehumidifiers these days, you can set it for a certain percentage. Yeah. So if you set it at 30% humidity, it'll only kick on when it needs to, if it's above that. Mine runs constantly year-round because I, I think I'm built yeah. over a river or de- something. I don't know. But, <laughs> it depends uh, on your house. So it does depend on the house. I would get one that definitely you can set the humidity you want in it so that it won't only, it'll only kick on when it needs to. Yes, I have that kind. I, this is a new dehumidifier. Okay. And I set it at 45, and now it's the last, since it's gotten cold out, it's at like 35 or 30, and I'm just wondering, it's not running. Right, it's yeah. just showing that yep. percentage. So you're fine. Is that okay? Yep. Yeah, that's fine. It, it Anything you plug in is taking a little bit of electricity, so if it's not running, you may want to just unplug it. Yeah. And just also as a customer service announcement, there are some dehumidifiers that have been recalled. So yes, they, I had one of those. Yeah, I was going to say you can go <laughs> and online. All of my tools down there were yeah. rusty because I hadn't been down there yeah. to check on it, and uh, that's why I'm concerned and turning it off because I don't yeah. want to go through that yeah. again. Right. You shouldn't need it till probably March, March April. But yeah, if you're concerned, there is you can go online and do a search on which ones have been recalled because they are a fire hazard. Um, yeah, no, so I have done that, right. and so like just, I said, yeah. mine was recalled, and I've replaced it right. with good, this. So. Good that you've done it, but anybody else listening, I would yeah. recommend doing that. Right. right. Thanks, Barb. Have a great weekend. 855-616-1620 is the number if you want to call in. Uh, we were talking about, well, talk about humidity. Water in winter. It's getting in when it melts, right? At this point, the snow is going to start collecting. It's going to start melting, and we need to battle that. We're always well, that's battling not, water. That's not humidity. I know, I know. No, but, yeah. but switching it's to the water here. part of it and things getting in, it, I mean, I'm hoping that's not why my house is wet all the time, that I'm leaking somewhere. It could be. I don't know. I haven't found no, it yet. Yeah, You're probably more likely right that the, the groundwater, the water table is a little higher in in, in your area. Yeah. The, the ground around your house doesn't 
all slope away from your house as well. So it, you know, water, it's just a, I don't necessarily wet, but a damper area versus a house that might be a little higher. And it's wet enough. Like my sub pump doesn't kick in throughout the winter, but my dehumidifier definitely runs at, at 35% if I keep it there. So, and then in an older house too, do you have any, you know, how's the waterproofing on the outside of the foundation, Probably paper none. barrier in place and yeah. things like that. You know, so there's a lot to that. Right. Uh, and, and as houses get improved and remodeled over time, what did people do? And you just had the attic insulated as well and, and some other things. But you know, if we're talking a modern house, 20 years or so or less, there should be all these things that we're talking about, vapor barriers and house wraps and, and things like sure. that. So, sure. But, all right. One final segment coming up with Eric Brown when we get back. The old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. I wonder, we should text, do we get a bounce back that just says this doesn't exist anymore? We, I, we need to try that. Text line's not working, so don't try to text us. You have to call us. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Like a user's manual on the radio. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Sponsored by JB Construction and Siding Unlimited. We've spent the last hour here with Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited. Uh, last time to talk here, we got about four minutes. Let's wrap it up. What do you guys do and how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, uh, Siding Unlimited, Siding Windows, Roofing and Doors. Uh, if you want to check us out, SidingUnlimited.com or even our Siding Unlimited Instagram page. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of our – that one is just a lot of our – it's a portfolio of work, some video, uh, some commentary uh, inside of it in the social media aspect. But that that's actually a really nice uh, – The so Instagram, if you don't use it, use it because it's kind of a cool cool so, social media. Are there video. a lot of selfies of Dayton, like taking yeah, selfies I, in front of projects? That's me loaded they're, full they're, of they're all me. Of them. Uh, it's, it's all dating. You know what? No. I'm, I'm amazed when I look at There's a lot of video, too, of drone yeah. footage of houses we've done. And I'm. it looks so good, it looks fake. I'm like, <laughs> these houses look so nice, they don't even look real. What, what I like is, like, we don't, like, it's Instagram, but we don't take, like, the, like, okay, this is going to be the magazine shot, and we're going to replicate that over and over. Right. No, no, these are houses that we work on. They're southeastern Wisconsin houses. Yeah. And they're houses of all different sizes, shapes, types. But but you're to your point, like we can we can make the nice small house in West Dallas that like on a on the on the typical street, typical and we have a picture of the, like that and it looks really like after we're done with it, looks fantastic. Yeah. You yeah. know, so now that that house does look like it should be in a magazine and we have it on Instagram. So it's it's really a nice a nice tool for us to push out there so that you can start looking at our work right away. Well, and, the nice thing about our crews is they're carpenter, you know, we have carpenters on staff. Yes. We don't have a guy that can pull out a window and stick in a window. Like if something's wrong, they can build it out, they can reframe it. We can build whole walls if we have to. If you know, you pull windows or doors out sometime and it's just rotted underneath these things sometimes. You no, have to rebuild it all. That doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> really? So so from start to finish, we can make it work. We we can manage all of that and and, and that that's a Real important point because a lot of our competition can't. They're they're window guys only, yeah. and if the window comes, the old one comes out, the new one goes in. If there's damage around it, that's the siding problem. Call a siding contractor, and it's like, well, you're a homeowner and you're stuck because you're like, all right, we just spent all this money on new windows, but 
we see there's another issue, but we have no one to turn to. And we don't have anybody, like, who do we turn to that's reputable? Well, right. that's us. You know, and we, we have guys, we have the expertise, the network to handle everything on the outside of the house so that if we run into an issue, we can explore right. it. And it's and you don't have to make a bunch of phone calls trying to find somebody good. Two things about everything on the outside of the house. If you are going to be doing everything, roof, siding, windows, we have different crews for each of those. Why wouldn't you do it with one company? Because then there's no finger pointing at all. If something does go wrong, yeah. if you book a roofing guy, then you book a window guy, then you book a siding guy, and something starts leaking somewhere or something's not right... All of a sudden, they're going, well, no, that's that guy did that. That guy did that. No, this yeah. guy did that. So yeah. take the, the family-owned business that's been doing it for 30 years that can do everything on the house and make it, make it all happen with that one accountable construction project. Like yeah. It's, yeah. And, it's and, the way to go. And, and then come into the office, like I said earlier, and meet everybody that we have there, and they'll tell you, yep, here's where we are with your project. Here's who's going to be out there. Here's who's going to be out there next. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's really it, – we've tried to simplify – of. Pretty complex scenario. Yeah, very good. Good stuff. Yeah. You here next week, David? I am here, yes. I'm here next week. Here. Eric's not here next nope. week, but great nope. to have you on the show as always. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Uh, Colleen Allsberg in for Fox World Travel Show coming up next. That has done it for The Fix-It Show. This has been The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.